Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. And I think when you hear this as kind of an e-commerce brand owner, you're like, oh no, <laughs> that's not what I want to deal with. We are here to help you make things a little bit less stressful. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Flowium. It's time to start honing your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Flowium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Email Einstein. Vera and Elisa here. We're super excited for this episode. We are two email marketers at an email marketing agency called Flowium. We are so passionate about email marketing. And because we love what we do, we want to share our insights with you. Flowium is one of the fastest growing email marketing agencies in the world. We specialize in providing a premium, full service, e-commerce email marketing experience for all of our clients. Our services take tailored specifically for your business and is designed to help increase your online retail revenue by 20% to 50%. We deliver the right message to the right person at the right time. And that's what we're all about. I, I love this introduction. Gets me every time, <laughs> Melissa. Gets me every time. Well, it's actually episode 11 of our podcast and it's hard, hard to believe that we already have done so much yes. in the world of podcasting. <laughs> but there is much more to come, guys. So stay, stay tuned. Well, today's episode is actually, I think it will be very fun and very uh, Christmassy and holiday-y. I don't even know if it's the word because today <laughs> we actually will be talking about the holiday season, so holiday <laughs> season. It's like a magical time of gift giving, memory making, uh, Michael Bublé-ing. Do you have this like craziness with Michael Bublé in the States or it's just like a Canadian thing? No, no, it's a, it's a real thing. My mom listens to they have an echo dot and so every day every morning she wakes up she works from home and she says alexa play michael buble and then she just streams michael buble literally for eight <laughs> hours a day every single day that includes saturdays and sundays too even when she's not working so it is an obsession it is for sure <laughs> oh, for us here in canada it's like we take a lot of national pride in michael buble because he's yep. canadian <laughs> so it's very like near he's very near and dear to our hearts but we might be biased so <laughs> But if you guys are in e-commerce e like we are, the holidays may also bring a lot of stress, a lot of adrenaline and very possibly a large increase in revenue. And while we can't really and don't want to make your e-commerce holiday season any less busy, we are here to help you make things a little bit less stressful, mm -hmm. especially in the times of coronavirus. So we've pulled some resources together to compile this, what to expect this holiday season list. Mm -hmm. And we are really happy to share some exciting like news and trends with you. 
Having the right communication between your brand and your audience is how you create meaningful connections, building your brand's identity and reputation. Introducing Floium's Brand Voice course. Create your voice, tone, and learn how to represent your brand across multiple channels. Find out more at floium.com slash brand voice. But before we go there, Alyssa, hit us with the pro tip of the week. That's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the pro tip of the week is we try to make these as related as possible to the episode. So for this week, we are going to kind of give you a warning along with a tip slash suggestion. So this is your very last chance as an e-commerce business owner or an email marketer to make the impressions that you need to your subscribers before Cyber Weekend hits in Q4, which is hits as early as October 1st, and then it goes until the end of December. 60% of your Cyber Weekend sales will come from customers that you had strengthened relationships with prior to Q3, which is July 1st to September 30th. That's an overwhelming statistic. So you can definitely count on the customers that you put in the work with all year. They will be there for Cyber Weekend for you and your brand, which is awesome. We're obviously a little late in the game (laughs) telling you this, given that we're pretty much at the end of September already, but definitely push right now to work on building those relationships as much as you can so that you have a loyal customer base that you can count on to hit those big holiday shopping numbers that your team is looking to achieve. So make sure that you're engaging with them, providing any kind of incentives, promos, discounts, or anything that you can right now, just to kind of make sure that they are willing to commit to your brand so that once the cyber weekend hits and the big holiday shopping season really comes to a climax, you can actually uh, have customers that you know are going to show up for you. So that's that's what we got for you today for our pro tip. <laughs> that's a, it's a good one. We will discuss it in depth in this episode to the holiday season. For sure. And uh, I don't know about you, Lisa, but for me, the holiday season starts from uh, um, like Thanksgiving and, and Black Friday in the States. It's not yeah. as crazy here in Canada. I'm like a I'm like a big fan of those videos from American <laughs> malls, like people camping out by malls. Oh then, my like, gosh. Rushing it's... into the stores when the door <laughs> opens and like teenagers elbowing each other to get the best Aritzia discount. So like it's not as big here or in Europe as it's in the States. Mm-hmm. But this scenario definitely sounds like a social distancing nightmare. So this year, it yeah. will certainly be different. For sure. Black Friday, like back in February, before we really like felt the impact of the pandemic, we predicted that this year's e-commerce holiday sales would grow like 14% compared to 2019. Mm-hmm. But obviously, our predictions are different right now. Mm-hmm. The things have changed and blackfriday.com actually predicts that total overall holiday spending on Thanksgiving and Black Friday will actually drop 7.5% from 2019. But that's when we are talking about like both brick and mortar stores and e-commerce. Right. The good news is, at least for us in the e-commerce world anyways, that it still might be the biggest Black Friday in the history of e-commerce. Yeah. So even though some like brick and mortar stores will be probably suffering, mm-hmm. um, but it will be a big, big season for e-commerce. So what else should we expect this holiday season? So here are our Top four predictions. So, Alyssa, prediction number one. <laughs> what what is it, and like 
explain it. <laughs> so I think this prediction is probably the most obvious. And going back to your social distancing nightmare, you know, deep down, but I hadn't really thought about it where it's like, wow, yeah, stores are limiting how many customers can go in. Everyone has to wear masks six feet apart, that whole thing. So it's like, oh, yeah, duh, Black Friday, no matter what, will definitely look different. So prediction number one, Black Friday 2020 will be online and mobile. And this is kind of like a whoa, like a <laughs> like a car screecher, you know, there is no doubt that Black Friday this year will be favoring the e-commerce world. Online shopping has become the new normal this year, as have many different things. Brick and mortar stores were already struggling even before the pandemic hit, with many department stores and long term brands shutting down their physical locations for the sake of a more virtual operation. Rent is expensive. Cost of having all that staff in hand at your store where you're paying paying rent is expensive. But 2020 obviously sped up this trend with the pandemic that hit the entire world. So we saw tons of stores shutting down for prolonged periods. And this kind of occurrence drove consumers to buy in the only place that was available to them, which is the devices in their in the safety of their homes. And even still with brick and mortar stores still opening at the moment, obviously following the phases that are going on wherever they're located and following safety guidelines, most people are still pretty anxious to take their shopping habits outside of their home where they're safe, you know? Holiday 2020 is upon us. So what now? <laughs> Everyone's kind of like, okay, what do we do here? Will Black Friday lead to the masses venturing out of their homes to brave their local Best Buy at 3am for a killer deal on the giant TV screen that they've been eyeing? Our prediction is definitely, absolutely, 100% not going to happen. So we've kind of made this prediction and it's kind of like, okay, cool, Elisa and Vera, like, Great. What's the solution here? So we are focusing, especially with our clients, we're making sure that they're focusing on optimizing online presence when it comes to optimizing emails, optimizing e-commerce teams, just optimizing how your brand functions as a whole. This year is all about meeting your holiday customers where they are shopping, which is either from their desktop, from their laptop, from their tablets, or from their phones, typically at home. There are tons of ways to do this. And uh, as we discuss kind of like our remaining predictions, we'll be able to provide you with a list of suggestions and insights on how to get ready for this crazy e-commerce booming season that's upon us. But the biggest miss that we do find, even with clients that we currently work with, is that the optimization for mobile is pretty minimal. Dynamic Yield actually provided a whole list of statistics around mobile commerce, and the results were actually pretty shocking. Vera, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to look at these yet, but it's it's nuts. Only 12% of consumers find shopping on the mobile web convenient. That's awful. Consumers are four times as likely to state that a desktop is more convenient than a mobile web. That's pretty rough. <laughs> consumers yeah, claim... desktop shopper yeah. myself, so... Yeah. Because yeah. mobile, mobile are so like unoptimized. Right, right, exactly. Um, consumers claim to complete 61% of their purchase on a desktop computer. 67% of consumers cite pages and links being too small to click on as an impediment to mobile shopping. 61% of consumers say Amazon provides more streamlined checkout than their favorite online retailer. And unless you are Amazon listening to this right now, that is bad for you. <laughs> um, 57 
11% of consumers say online retailers can make experiences more enjoyable by helping them check out on mobile. And nine out of 10 shoppers believe that mobile shopping experiences can be improved. I'm just going to be really blunt and say these figures are totally tragic for the e-commerce world. People are doing everything on their phones. And if you haven't gotten that, gotten your head around that and really gotten your brand around that, then you're going to suffer, especially in this holiday season that's coming. Because again, as we said, this season is all about meeting people where they're at and they are at their smartphones constantly. So making sure that your emails, your pop-ups, your websites are all functioning properly for your customers that are constantly on the go and planning to do all of their holiday shopping from their smartphone is super, super important. There's a prediction that by 2021, 54% of e-commerce sales on mobiles and smartphone devices are expected to account for the total of e-commerce sales. And this is a stat from January 2020, so way earlier this year before the pandemic even properly hit. So I would not be shocked if this prediction has already been hit this year alone if it's not changed pretty dramatically for next year. If you're not preparing for a mobile-friendly e-commerce holiday season this year, then you are doing your brand a huge disservice and you got to get on that smartphone bus real fast because it is leaving. So that's prediction number one. And I know we have a very good, actually pretty surprising prediction number two. So Vera, hit us with it. Yeah. uh, Prediction number two, actually discounts once reserved for Black Friday and Christmas will start appear sooner in your inboxes. So Alyssa, when do you actually do your Christmas shopping? Are you the last minute Christmas shopper or you start like in January or? So unless I have like a secret Santa party that I have to go to, uh, I'm usually shopping like December 23rd. Okay. <laughs> so you're the last minute girl. Yeah, like I just am. a little. <laughs> well, actually, here's the fun number. Last year, by December the 3rd, 50% of the season's revenue was already spent. Wow. So like 50% of people are doing much better with their time management. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and they are actually doing all their Christmas shopping by December the 3rd. And wow. this year, we actually expect this number to be even higher. And here's another like interesting fact. So this year, Amazon will have one of their biggest sales day of the year, their Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day event in October this year, because Amazon is like so like swamped with all of the shipment and uh, their sales grew so much. So they actually moved the biggest like sales day of the year from Black Friday to Prime Day. So a lot of other e-commerce stores, they are using uh, Amazon as an example, and they are actually starting to do some like cross-sell promotions like way before the Cyber Weeks. So with nearly like 50 days between Prime Day and Cyber Week, the reality is that consumers will finally make (laughs) their holiday purchases earlier this season. And here's another number to consider. Approximately 23% of consumers plan to start 2020 holiday shopping like even sooner this year. So like October, early October, before October, mid-October when Prime Day is. So in 2020, Black Friday is not a single day event. It's Mm -hmm. more like a season long affair. And if you are planning this year's holiday, like already, if you were like 
getting ready for Black Friday already. And that's something that you absolutely should be doing. Moving maybe your last year's email marketing schedule by a few weeks or even a month might not be a bad idea. And here's actually some other like tactics that you can be using to push the inventory before the holidays. Mm -hmm. So the first big thing is to be emphasizing potential product scarcity. So this is the tactic that you should use like even before the end of the year sales starts. So the pandemic has in a way conditioned shoppers to the possibility of like certain products being unavailable. And I may or may not be referring to toilet paper craziness (laughs) in March, Uh, but customers kind of understand that there is like a limited amount of products that there might be like shipment delays and stuff like that. So explain that product availability could be limited and shipping could be slower. And this is like a great, great tactic to use. You can even start using it like as soon as September or October. Another big tactic is to be offering limited time email promotions to encourage orders and avoid shipping delays. So given the current economic situation, consumers will be on a hunt for best deals, no matter the time of the year. And your like goal as a marketer, as a business owner, is to understand what customers are looking for what deals. So segmenting the list is a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing cross cross promotions. You can even like leverage your confirmation um, emails and like post-purchase flows like to, to do this, to communicate this message. So in your like post-purchase message, you can say something, hey, thank you for your order. Come back on November 10s or 15s for our annual sale. Or you can say something like, hey, since you purchased this um, like left sock, come back and purchase the right one. <laughs> Maybe it's not a good example, but you know what I mean. So like try to cross sell based on their uh, previous purchases, based on their like maybe something that they might be interested in and stuff like that. And also another big trend is that safety is a factor for many people as well. And this is the message that you can communicate as well. So a lot of customers will actually actually purchase their holiday gifts sooner just to make sure they avoid the crowds and like potential store closures. So you can communicate it as well in this like three little tactics that you can be using to make sure that the right product (laughs) will be delivered to the right person in time for the holidays. What's the number three, Alyssa? What's the big trend number three? So prediction number three is increased post-purchase customer activity. And I think when you hear this as kind of an e-commerce brand owner, you're like, oh no, (laughs) that's not what I want to deal with. (laughs) Because when you have customers that are following up after they've made a purchase, I would be inclined to say that more often than not, it's negative. (laughs) Like, hey, I didn't receive my order. Like my product is wrong or whatever it is. It's more often than not a complaint. People are quicker to complain than they are to make a positive remark. But prediction number three can be a really positive thing because now you have an opportunity to to create these loyal repurchasing customers out of a really what could be a really great holiday shopping experience. So when a customer makes their first purchase with your brand, it's not the end and it shouldn't be the end. The customer experience, even after their first purchase and their initial engagement with your brand is directly linked to your business's success and what that success looks moving forward. 
forward. And the numbers that we've kind of got is 93% of consumers will make a repeat purchase from brands with excellent customer service. And 98% of those consumers say that the delivery experience has a direct impact on their brand loyalty, which I think makes total sense because I've had horrific delivery experiences from e-commerce brands and I never bought from them again. Actually, some of them I've actually even placed a refund because or a place to return uh, because I was so miffed. <laughs> so with each new year that passes, consumers are growing more and more aware of what they purchase and how you as the e-commerce brand handle those purchases. And they notice really tiny things as well, like uh, long wait times to get questions answered on chat or on the phone if they have an issue. Hard to understand or extremely narrow return or refund policies and delayed or non-existent shipment tracking numbers or inconsistent follow-up. So if a person makes a purchase on your website and you make it impossible and then they have no idea to know whether the purchase went through, when their per- when their purchase is arriving and what to do next and if they even have a, a return capability offered to them, uh, you will never see that customer again. I can guarantee it. Everything that I've just listed, it sets off major alarm bells in a customer's mind and I'm sure you can all agree listening to this as the consumer. And if you repeatedly have issues like these, you will lose your customer. So if it's like a one-off, like, oh, the website was kind of junk, but customer service was awesome, delivery was great, you won't lose them. But if you have all three of those things fall flat on their face and then the customer by some miracle gives you a second chance and it falls flat again, you won't see them again. This is true during the remainder of the year, but especially in a stressful time like the holidays. People are really concerned about not getting their stuff on time, which is, I believe, why people are going to be making purchases a lot sooner to ensure that there are no issues. But if you can't follow through, oh, baby, I feel bad for you. (laughs) Um, So what's the solution? Embrace automations. And what we mean by that is flows, automated responses, FAQ pages, YouTube tutorials, automated customer service responses, online chat, any bots that you use, anything like that. Make sure that you're reviewing your policies that involve sales, ordering, delivery, returns, exchanges, and refunds. Not only you as the owner, but your entire team. You want the language for each email, for each automation, for anything that is just kind of put out there for customers or consumers to um, take in as information. You want it to be clear, concise, and super easy for them to find everything when it comes to having a post-purchase, and especially with confirmation emails. This is why the post-purchase series, it's a really, really high priority uh, flow for us in this kind of e-commerce holiday shopping time, because we want to make sure that as a consumer, once you once you make a purchase, it is going to be crystal clear as to the next steps, what you can do if you're not happy with your purchase, how things are going to go moving forward and how you can further connect with the brand. And you'll also want to make sure that you have a really solid policy in place for people who will want to exchange a gift that they ended up receiving from someone else. Because that's the other thing is usually gift giving in the e-commerce world uh, gets a little complicated if you don't have a really, a really uh, foundational kind of set of procedures in place. It will really um, <laughs> confuse your team and, re- and really get them all over the place. Mm-hmm. When it does come to co- customer promises, you want to make sure that your tech platforms are backing all your promises up. So this includes making sure that your online store is fast and eff- effortless to navigate, especially with the vital information that you clearly posted. So if you're going to include a pop-up, and we we love pop-ups here at Flowian, but if you are going to use a pop-up, make sure that it's crystal clear what you're offering in that pop-up. Yeah, if there are any disclu- exclusions or disclaimers that are involved, make sure that, that it's there 
in writing, you want to be as crystal clear as possible. You want to make sure that you're providing tracking information um, at a reasonable time after a purchase is made. So if you have the bandwidth and you want to get something, a platform like Aftership, it integrates really easily with Klaviyo. And what Aftership does is it sends out all the emails for you about the delivery, the shipment, the tracking, everything. So there are things that exist, platforms that exist that can make this whole experience very seamless and you don't have to do a lot around it. Make sure that you're processing returns, exchanges or refunds in a timely, stress-free manner. So again, making sure that that's very clear for consumers before they make the purchase. And then if it's a 30-day refund policy, you're making sure that you're fulfilling that because if not, you're going to really take some people off. And making sure that your communications after the fact, whether it's email, text or through other channels, it's almost over communicative. You're giving them almost too much information, every single point of engagement. So there is zero room for confusion. Also kind of like on the side, it's not necessarily to do with automation, but make sure that you don't leave your customer service team in the dark by not equipping them with the proper tools to be as successful as possible with making sure that you're providing a solid post-purchase experience for your customers. Your customer service team should be totally in the loop with what the purchasing experience looks like from beginning to end, as well as any post-purchase email automations that you do have in place. So what do those emails look like? What's the cadence of the emails? What's the content? What promises are made? Making sure that everyone on your team is fully aware of that so that there's no confusion when there's actual direct brand to customer communication. And also just making sure that you're having internal meetings in the months leading up to Black Friday, August, September, October. Those are huge months for you to start preparing because you're laying the groundwork for a unified team to kind of attack the holidays altogether. So if you end up putting an agency in place like Floium, if you decide to hire an agency like us and asking us to put in a holiday email marketing strategy in place, make sure that everyone on your team who needs to be aware is aware of what's going on and what's being put in place because nothing is worse than hopping on the phone with a customer and they're like, well, you sent me an email that promised me this and your customer service person has zero idea what they're talking about. Making sure that everyone that needs to know knows. And then that way, um, you guys will have a very successful November and December. Um, So yeah, just making sure that you are fully aware of and prepared to deal with an increased post-purchase customer activity, but then also taking advantage of it, you know, in your automations for, especially for the post-purchase, include some additional discounts, include some more engaging content that's going to have that kind of bond between the customer and your brand solidified so that once January, February, March hits that holiday hangover time, you still have people who, again, you can rely on to continue purchasing with your brand because they love you and they had such a good holiday experience. So... Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah. I'll kind of expand a bit on what you've uh, mentioned in your trend and in prediction number four. So prediction number four is that um, supply chain and delivery bottlenecks will occur. So as you probably have noticed during the quarantine, especially the first month of quarantine, you can expect increased demand to put a strain on a supply chain. So this can actually lead to major delivery delays. And at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of factories included like manufacturers in China and and Europe and and other countries, they closed for like several weeks for months. And that put a lot of US e-commerce brands behind a lot. So for the season, for the holiday season, if you can do it, try to like diversify and like try to source from different manufacturers if you can do it. And ideally, even maybe from like different countries Mm -hmm. or at least, 
you can start working with your supplier and make sure you order like enough products to meet the seasonal demand. I, I'm, I'm sure, guys, you know this because you've probably been in this industry for a while, but yep. um, this year will be different. So prepare for in, even like higher seasonal demand than last year's. Now, the entire like shipment game will change as well. <laughs> so this might be another like challenge that you'll have to de- deal with this year. And as a rule of thumb, uh, actually, this this numbers, I was shocked by these numbers when I first saw them. But as a rule of thumb, the longer it takes for a product to reach the shopper, the higher the cart abandonment rates are. So, for example, when shipping wow. takes uh, three days or less, you'll only see like 7% carts abandonment due to like shipment reasons. But if you offer eight days delivery plus, it's actually 40% of your cars that are abandoned. Can you imagine? It's practically like the half of your wow. entire of your entire list of the cards like 40% is a lot if you ask me so on the other side of this coin you like you don't want to like overpromise and say yeah we'll deliver in like 3 days and then make your customer wait for like weeks or, or months for their sake so you don't want returns from disappointed holiday shoppers mm-hmm. who like didn't get their items in time so you have to be very clear and truthful about your like shipping process and your like delivery rates and stuff like that and we are actually something that we do here at Flowium. We actually send this campaign um, that is called "Last Chance to Shop," so we deliver it on time for Christmas. So that's mm-hmm. something that we've been doing like for years now, and this campaign generated like a lot of revenue. So basically, like look at your inventory, look at your like shipping process and everything like realistically Mm -hmm. and choose the date. When would be realistically the last day that you can ship so they can like get their gift like in time for Christmas and then send this campaign. It would work like magic. So that's something that we've been doing and it was super, super successful. And if you can offer customers that like extra fast shipping, even if they have to pay a premium for it, do it. But in case of like delivery delays still occur and unfortunately it might happen, happen, mm. uh, be prepared for the increased customer's request, just like Alyssa mentioned in her uh, previous uh, comments. So, and once that like increased customer request volume come, make sure to have a good multi-channel customer service integration. So phones, messages, emails, um, bots, like the, the more the merrier and your the more the merrier. Your goal here is to help those like overwhelmed customers and make sure that they will get their product in time. So that's sort of our four big predictions for the holiday season 2020. Mm-hmm. And obviously we are living in a very turbulent time. So we are giving ourselves <laughs> a little bit of like wiggle room <laughs> with all this like predictions and everything. But I think that this trends, like knowing this trends least will will help you to be ready for the what is expected to be the biggest e-commerce holidays of the I don't know of the existence of yeah. e-commerce. So let's quickly cover those uh, predictions again. Yeah, sure. So prediction number one is that Black Friday 2020 will be online and mobile. And uh, prediction number two is that discounts once reserved for Black Friday will start to appear sooner. Prediction number three is that increased post-purchase customer activity will be uh, prevalent. (laughs) 
And prediction number four is that supply chain and delivery issues might happen. So be ready for for that. For sure. For sure. I did not know that, Vera, that statistic is wild. The 7% of carts are abandoned if it takes three days or less to ship, but 40% of carts are abandoned if you offer eight days plus. I know. I know. That's actually, that is- like, I don't know about you, but I, I never purchase the product if you have to wait for it like months or something. Like. <laughs> Yeah, no. If the, it, the only thing I probably would wait for is like a Korean cosmetic because I know yeah. that it's coming from Korea. But right. still, like, no, like three days up to a week max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I purchased something earlier this week that it said five to eight days. And I was like, man, five to eight days. That's nuts. But I think we're all just really spoiled from Amazon Prime where it's like, hey, we'll deliver it tomorrow morning. And you're ordering it the night before, you know, which is, I mean, berserk. I but Well, we are not spoiled in Canada. No, no. <laughs> no, we're not. We do have Amazon Prime, but it's like order today and we'll deliver within three days. Oh and wow! Okay, I didn't well, realize. Well, it depends where where you live as well. If you are like in Toronto, they would probably like deliver to you sooner. But uh-huh. if you are smaller cities like Vancouver or something where they don't actually have like a big, big Amazon facilities, you you'd have to wait. That is so interesting because I've had stuff mm-hmm. where I've literally ordered the night before and the next morning it's at my doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> The perks, the perks of living in the states, right? We are, we are much smaller market, so probably. Yeah. That's, oh my that's word, why. that's so fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that. I just assumed that Amazon Prime was like, hey, within 24 hours, it's on your doorstep, no matter where you are in the world. But I guess that's my, that's my ignorance of <laughs> how big the world actually is. That's funny. Wow, nuts, 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 nuts. Well, everybody, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. We have so much fun doing it and recording it, and and we love doing the research and talking about this stuff. And and we hope you guys do too. So if you do, just make sure you share it with your friends or anyone that you think this might be relevant for. And if you do have any questions at all that you'd like us to feature on our podcast episodes, make sure that you send them our way at flowium.com slash ask. Uh, We are always open to answering any questions that you may have. We try to be a a resource for email marketers and also uh, e-commerce business owners. So we want to be here. We want to answer your questions. We want to know where you're at and what what you're having trouble with. So uh, let us know. If you do also want to get involved in a community, make sure that you join us at flowium.com slash community. It's just a really solid place where you have tons of email marketers and e-commerce business owners who kind of just hop on to this forum and uh, get a chance to just ask questions, engage with each other, spread ideas around and, and talk about what's successful and not so successful for them. So definitely a great resource to have. All the resources that we used in order to research for today's podcast episode. They can be found on our website at flowium.com slash podcast under each episode's page. We really highly recommend that you check out this week's episode page, episode 11, holiday season 2020, what to expect. So you can get access to our holiday guide that we've actually created, especially for you. It goes in depth with statistics, different things that we're recommending specifically email marketers to kind of uh, focus on as they ramp up for uh, Cyber Weekend this week or this year rather. And if you are new to Clavio or wanting to try any of the suggestions that we've mentioned in previous podcasts or this episode out for yourself, make sure that you check out the course that we offer. Um, 
on our website. Um, you can access it by visiting the products page of our Floium website. Uh, we basically cover everything that you need to master Clavio on your own. So uh, if you're more of a local business and um, you don't really feel the need to kind of hire an agency, the course is definitely super, super helpful and very engaging. So make sure you check it out. And if you are interested in getting some more advice on how to establish a solid email marketing strategy for your e-commerce store, make sure that you visit us at floium.com slash contact and sign up for a free consultation where someone, a brainiac, an email Einstein like Vera and I will uh, get together with you and just kind of go over where you have some opportunities for growth when it comes to uh, the email marketing you have in place for your e-commerce brand. So, yeah. Well, I hope we didn't overwhelm you guys with a list of uh, resources that you can use to <laughs> yeah, um, in your like email marketing. But we will have all of the uh, resources listed in um, on our website. So make sure to use them. OK, so in our next episode, we'll be talking about something that can improve your email marketing by leaps and bounds. And this must be one of the most like highly requested topics on this podcast. So we will be talking about the holy grail of uh, email marketing, email Ooh. segmentation. I love and, it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's actually, that's the topic that I can be talking about on and on and on. And mm-hmm. I, I hope that that podcast is not going to be like 10 hours long. I'll do my <laughs> best. Um, so here's fun fact. Gosh, I love fun facts. I live for fun facts. So according to HubSpot, um, marketers who use segment uh, who use segmented ca- campaigns know that like as much as 203% they see as much as 203% increase in open rates Wow. And 760% increase in revenue. Wow. So like for, for, from that um, like segmented uh, campaign. So tune in next week because it's a super important topic and you don't want to miss it. I love it. Yeah. Segmentation. It's That's what it's all about in email marketing. <laughs> and people don't realize that they're like, just send an email and see what happens. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> better segment or else you're going to miss out. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you for a very uh, in-depth episode next week. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to floriumcom slash audit and book your audit today. It's F-L-O-W-I-U-M dot com slash a u d i t flown dot com slash audit